You are listening to the Plain Label Podcast. Rewind. about how it happened. It is what it is. We're genetically engineered to stop aging at 25. The trouble is, we only live one more year unless we can get more time. Time is now the currency. We earn it and spend it. The rich can live forever. And the rest of us? I just want to wake up with more time on my hand than hours in the day. Plain Label Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Zilag, and along with me is my good friend and co-host, Eric Savannah-Williams. Hello. In this episode, we are continuing on our theme of shoulda, coulda, woulda, or movies that almost work. Before we get into the rewriting the movie itself, we're going to discuss the 2011 film, In Time. And before getting into that discussion... We would like to mention that we are proud members of the Deliberate Noise Network. Head over to DeliberateNoise.com and check out some of the other shows over there. All right, Savannah, um, <laughs> drink roll call time. What do you have? Okay, so I have something that is similar but yet different from our last recording. I am still having lime, or I'm still having LaCroix. It's like, uh, you know, it's automatic. I say lime LaCroix. So I'm having LaCroix, but it is uh, tangerine flavored. <laughs> And instead of Svedka vodka, I decided to be a little crazy and go out and get this uh, different kind of vodka called 360 vodka. Oh, I've had that. Which I have not have had before, but I absolutely love this jug with the handle. Does it have the pop-off handle on the oh, top? Yes, it does. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, and you can send that in for some reason. <laughs> it says if you're done, send it in. I don't know right. why, but you can send it in. You feel like you got it from, like, a bootlegger, kind yeah, of? Yeah, it does make me feel like I'm a little shifty, and I kind of like that, because I'm, like, the least shifty person I've ever known. Right. So, that's what I'm having. What uh, What about you? Um. Well, remember I told you the other day I was drinking that flavor? We're so lame. We're both drinking flavored water. But I told you about that flavored <laughs> water that already tasted like it had vodka in it. Yes. So I, might, I thought I might as well just put vodka in it. So. <laughs> and what is the... Tell it's me what just, it is. Dasani lime. Like I don't know where I was. <laughs> I wasn't at Hy-Vee, which is where I get all my groceries, and they didn't have the stuff I usually drink. And so I was like, "Well, I'll just get this because it's lime." But it tastes kind of like it already has vodka in it, so that's what we did. That's funny. That was like an emergency text message, like, "Hey, you guys, <laughs> this tastes like it already has booze." <laughs> right. Don't get it unless you really want to drink booze. Yeah, really. It's like, get this and then feel like you're drinking booze, like maybe in the middle of the day. I don't know. Right? And then get crazy. Tell your boss what you really think of them. Yeah. Um, and I told you the other day that Brad insisted that we have daiquiris, right? <laughs> yeah. That made me giggle. I haven't had a sugary beverage like that for a long time, so that was kind of fun. It is fun. A lot of work, though, to do daiquiris at your house. Oh, a lot. A lot of work, yes. Yeah, not little, worth it. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it either. We had we went out and had some Mexican food. This is welcome to uh, Eric and Rachel's life. 
we went out and had Mexican food earlier for like a late lunch. Yeah. And we had some, uh, you know, some little Margarita. bit of tequila and uh, whatever. Where'd you go to eat? Uh, we always go to the one here by us. It's like uh, Las Margaritas, but it's, you know, it's in, it's in that crazy place kind of by Schlotsky's where all those buildings are all crazy colored. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we go like there. Sesame Street, kind of. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's it's like I get you're trying to be fun, but it's a little right. It's a little out there. A lot there of for, colors in one area. Yeah, Color. especially for Lincoln. It's, uh, right. hmm. Anyway, so that's what we're drinking. That's what uh, we were drinking. Not you know, just alternatively compared to today, like other things that we've been drinking just throughout throughout the past few days apparently we wanted to catch everyone up on all of the alcohol we've been consuming yeah, so just, for the next hour and a half that's exclusively what we're talking about yeah. and then i was watching jessica jones and we were drinking vodka again and then right. i was watching the new star trek series and we watched and we drank vodka then too and for new year's i just drank my own bottle of champagne so anyway <laughs> all right so that's our drink roll call let's go ahead and get into the discussion of the film it came out in 2011 it is the Justin Timberlake starring In Time. Allow me to introduce my mother-in-law, Clara, my wife, Michelle, and my daughter, Sylvia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the rest? Never met the quota. My units are up from last week. So is the quota. in the day. How old are you? 28. I'm 105. But the day comes when you've had enough. If you had as much time as I have, what would you do with it? Sure as hell wouldn't waste it. time anyone saw him alive, there was over a century on that clock. Well, follow the time. His name is Will Salas. You can't hide a hundred years in the ghetto. You know that time will get you killed. Hey, Mom, I'm gonna get out of here. I just wouldn't know what to do if I lost you. I don't believe we've had the pleasure of your company before, Mr. Salas. Will Salas. I'm sorry to have to break up the party, Mr. Weiss. I just need to work with your friend. This is my death. Please take me home. I can't do that. Why? They're keeping me alive. How can you live with yourself watching people die right next to you? You don't watch. You close your eyes. I'm gonna make them pay. I'm gonna take them for everything they've got. Come on, come on, help yourselves! Take the time, it's free! You put enough time in the wrong hands, you upset the whole system. Let's hope so. If this works, we gotta get more. I can help you get all the time you want. You know we're coming to get you. His crime wasn't taking time. He was giving it away. Welcome to a world where time has become the ultimate currency. You stop aging at 25, but there's a catch. You're genetically engineered to live only one more year, unless you can buy your way out of it. The rich earn decades at a time, remaining at age 25. Just a caveat. (laughs) Becoming essentially immortal, while the rest beg, borrow, or steal enough hours to make it through the day. 
When a man from the wrong side of the tracks is falsely mm. accused of murder, he's forced to go on the run with a beautiful hostage. Wow. You just... Anyway, living minute to minute, the duo's love becomes a powerful tool in their war against the system. Thank, thank you very much, 20th Century Fox, because that's who wrote that masterpiece. Really? Yeah. That's disappointing. Someone has a job, like, full-time, and that's what they came up with, but I okay. I know, that is someone's job, and that is what they did. So, Cruz, after all that preamble, let's talk about this pick. Why did you pick no. In Time? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Let's just talk about something else. Um, because this one is, I mean, even more than identity, this one to me was one that had like a really good idea and I was just kind of disappointed at where it went. Mm. Interesting. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, and that's fine. So, had you um, seen this before then? Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure we saw this in the theater. Okay. Does, is Brad a big Justin Timberlake person? Um, we kind of both are big mm. JT people. I I've seen see... him live in concert with one of my BFFs. Mm. So. I can see for whatever reason that Brad would be a Justin Timberlake person. Brad, yes. Mm-hmm. His people choices. His favorite genre is 90s R&B music. So, oh. well, there you go. Of... Huh, interesting. Right. Well, okay, so my history with this is very brief as I had not seen it before this assignment that I was given. Oh, really? Yeah, I hadn't seen it. I knew of it. I just knew that it... I, I knew of the poster, and it was in my Netflix DVD queue. Uh, I knew of that poster with JT, and he's got his the gun up, and... Uh, it's kind of like James Bond, but not really. Right, yes, and he's very much doing his James Bond at one point during the film. Yes. Uh, when they're playing poker and all that. So... Uh, yeah. I I didn't see it, but it was something that I was interested in, and it's been on my list for a long time, so it wasn't anything that I was really rushing out to see, because I remember not hearing great things about it. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you know, I'll get to that at some point. It seems like the premise might be fun, because I didn't really know. I, obviously, I knew it was something time-related, based on the title, because it's uh, super obvious like that. But would be funny if it had nothing to do with time. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, I was a little wary of Justin Timberlake being the lead. And so I was like, ah, I don't know. Like he, he hasn't really done this again. So that must not have gone that well is kind of where my mind was oh, at. Okay. All right. And so, uh, I'll go ahead and start with what I thought about the film. I thought that I absolutely love this premise. Yes. Like, I think that this world is absolutely fascinating. Agreed. And I thought that it was something that I kind of, Felt like I wished it was a Netflix series yep. or a limited series or something okay. other than so, just a movie. Yep. So, cause there is so many ways to go with it. Mm-hmm. So many different things to talk about. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So I did like that quite a bit. I loved the idea of the sort of, uh, especially like in today's modern society where we have all of the, um, we have much greater awareness of, the sort of uh, abuse that a lot of women have gone through and that sort of movement is in the the forefront of everyone's minds. Uh-huh. I would I would think it would be interesting if this came out now and it, it played around with that is the person 25 are they 75 are they 100 years old like you don't right. know um you know you, you just kind of have that sort of uh that sort of dynamic you can play around with I guess a little bit and yes. I, th- I think that would be interesting. Um, 
I thought that some of the people in the cast really kind of did their best. Um, I was, I was kind of, what does that mean? well, I, like, I, I think that like Cillian Murphy, I think is, is having a lot of fun as the cop. I really liked him in this. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I liked him in this too. I thought that he was probably the best thing acting wise in it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really interesting how, I mean, you don't have a choice. You have to go out and find all these people that look like they're about 25. And so you get some kind of interesting casting to where you get a lot of faces that you maybe don't necessarily know. Okay. And so I thought some of that was interesting. Like the guy that's, uh, that's old and gives him the time and then kills himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I thought that that guy was pretty good because I think it's really tough because these actors have to act like they're much older than they are in that particular case. And I think that he was able to sort of have some weariness in his face without, since he's supposed to be playing 25 without actually showing the weariness, like with makeup or anything like that. Right. Cause how old is he supposed to be? 105? Yeah. He's a hundred yeah. and something. Yeah. And then his thing was, he had like another century right. on, on his arm. So I thought that that was really interesting. Um, I think that the the way that it's set up with the sort of Hunger Games type uh, time zones, I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting as well. See, and they could have gone into like, what's the what are the middle time zones about? Like, how do those people live? Because we went from super poor to like super rich, which I understand is usually how it works. But you know, it'd just be kind of interesting if they could expand on that part a little bit too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I thought that. There was a lot of good here and a lot of like, you know, oh, I can get along with this. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, some of the things like the dialogue is ridiculous. Like I found the dialogue to be so yeah. off-putting with all of the, like they said the word time so often to where I was like, yeah. oh my God. So, so they have the old guy that gives him Justin to like the, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to him and he says, don't waste my time. I could, I wrote in my notes, <laughs> I could feel you rolling your eyes at don't waste my time over at my house. Like I, I knew that you'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> I was so surprised that once that, once I was surprised that the director didn't make that into the tagline of the film. Right. Like on the poster where it says in time and then at the bottom, don't waste it or something don't like waste that. The time. Well, and you know, some of the things are just not, like you said, they said time, but even some of the things that they're talking about are just not subtle. Like they talk yeah. about Greenwich, like, okay, we get it. That's hilarious. You know, like, but by the time it's the future and people are, you know, like nobody's going to remember what Greenwich is, but okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then like the timekeepers and, um, Minutemen, the Minutemen, and, and you clean the clock. I was like, oh my god, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was so, a lot of that kind of stuff, and I, right. that kind of made me roll my eyes. Some of the scenes, um, I thought that the Olivia Wilde scene at the beginning was particularly rough. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really care for, like, I like the idea of it, of it, you know, she's two or three years older than Justin Timberlake in real life, and it's his mom. Right. And I was like, oh, what? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, that's correct. That's what it's supposed to be. Like, I, I get it. And then, 
I, I was kind of watching it and was like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't mean that this is well performed. Like this is, uh, this seemed that's, that felt like, uh, like a screen test to me. Yeah. Yeah. To where I was just like, ah, oh, no, nobody's like, nobody's in this world. Like nobody's like steeped into it. They're just like, oh, this will be fun. Let's just play around with this kind of thing. Yeah. It felt like, uh, I talk and then you talk and then I talk. Kind mm-hmm. of, there was a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't, I think that, Especially in, say, the social network, I think that Justin Timberlake is really charming. I think in real life he's a charming guy. I don't know that he was very good in this, though. I thought he was, like, for what he's asked to do to carry this entire film, like, it's, holy cow, that's a lot of responsibility on this guy. And I kind of wished that it wasn't him, because I wished that they would have had... um someone else that could have you have the- to think of somebody who, who well oh my god uh joey fatone how about that <laughs> um, i would i would rather have it be somebody that has gravitas in his performance because justin timberlake just seems like he's a fun guy all the time like yeah. everything's fun like i'm thinking tom hardy mm. yeah like a tom hardy type because it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to i mean because he would he would have been old for that probably but uh, but oh, yeah, so, but someone, someone like that, cause I'm trying to think of who would be around 25 years old. Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't know those names off the top of my head. And I wouldn't want to have, uh, the kid from Wish, from Whiplash. I don't really, Miles Teller, I don't really, yeah. I don't really he, love him. He does like snarky a lot, which is good for most of the characters he plays, but this, this person is not, this character is not snarky at all. Mm hmm. It's more of a, like, straight-laced. Hmm. That's a good question. Who would we... Yeah, who would we be? Well, maybe we'll uh, find our way there by the time we're done with the discussion. So, one of the other things that is um, that is kind of interesting to me was this is written and directed by Andrew Nicole. I don't know how to say his last name, but he is uh, from New Zealand. He is known for... Uh, his first writing credit is Gattaca, which is a kind of... Um, very like realistic look at the future in sci-fi with uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke, and it's okay. a lot about um, it's a lot about like genetic manipulation and that kind of thing. And that's oh. a that's a really interesting um, that's a really interesting uh, movie. And he also wrote the Truman Show. Really? Yeah. So he also wrote the Truman Show. He's um. Uh, you know, he did also direct Gattaca and he did this and he's done a couple other things after this, but he's not a huge name, especially since I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> he's not Chris Nolan, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, he was also in charge of The Host, which is a kind of a YA grab that didn't apparently work that well. Okay. So he's a, he's a somebody, but it's, he does tend to kind of make some interesting films to where they're uh, sci-fi and they're kind of grasping at something, which is kind of nice instead of just kind of, oh yeah, I'm just going to make this uh, Transformers 7 or whatever. A guy and a girl have a meet cute and they fall in love, but they can't be together. What? <laughs> what a crazy new idea. Yeah. One of the things I kind of wished he would have done though, the writer, is I wished he would have had a little bit more faith in the world that he built. Because he does have this really good idea, and I really like the whole time as currency stuff. And 
I wish that he would just let that go and they wouldn't have to be explaining everything so much. Yep. And they wouldn't have to say all of the clunky time, you know. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. yeah. So. It's like, I get it. You don't have to spoon feed it to me. mm Mm-hmm. So all that being said, do you are you on the same page as me, or did you have anything else about the film that I didn't bring up yet? No, I think I think you're right. Like I would have loved if it were like a Netflix, even if it was like a what are they like not mini series anymore? They're called something else now, I think. But um, where it's like six episodes. Oh yeah, just like a limited series, like a uh, sure. like Little Lies on uh, HBO. Yeah, yeah, because I think that like like you said, to be honest, for for me, the world was the most interesting part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you took this plot and put it in another movie, it would be a boring plot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, he should have played up more of the, the very, very, what I thought was really interesting. Other people are like, no, I love watching people run cardio for an hour and a half. <laughs> um, but... That that's kind of what I was I was wishing they would expand on. There are just so many things, so many fun ideas. Like they're clocking in at work and they get their wages when they leave, you know, and mm-hmm. like um money goes up to five or like coffee goes up to five minutes and you have to run and so like they can tell when you're poor because you're running so you don't have enough time. Like just so many interesting things that I wanted to see more of. And mm-hmm. honestly watching them run around I'm just watching, you know, it could, like I said, it could be out of context anywhere, any plot. And it would have, you know, I just wish they would have worked with it a little bit more. I don't know how, but. Well, we're going to try to figure it out. Um, Yeah. I mean, like you were saying, it could be any plot that they want from any movie and just put it in this world and it becomes a lot more interesting automatically. Right. Right. I mean, if they want to do the, the girl that runs away, first of all, why is she running away? Like, she wants, she's a, the daredevil. She wants to be crazy and go against her father's wishes. Yeah, that's also a miscast. I thought she was really bad. I didn't like, I didn't, uh, I didn't particularly, um, I thought she looked the part. Like, I yeah. like that kind of wig in this, uh, in this world that we're in. Right. I thought that that part looked good. I thought actually Justin Timberlake actually looked the part, but he just doesn't sound right to me. Like, he's just too high pitched. Or something when he talks. And he's just not, he doesn't sound serious enough, I guess. But anyway, so I thought that she was just, again, like most people in the movie, playing at something instead of being the, instead of being the character. Yeah. I mean, I'll always know her as Karen from Mean Girls. And (laughs) that's honestly all I can see when she, and I, I think she's fine. I haven't seen her really in anything else, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. I think she was in a Nicholas Sparks movie, which obviously for me is a downgrade, but. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if she just, this maybe wasn't the right fit or if maybe she's just not great. (laughs) Yeah. I don't um, know that she has a ton of, a ton of range. I think, you know, she was in, um, uh, I think what you're thinking of is when she was in Dear John. That is, isn't that Nicholas Stark? Yeah. And then she was, she was the lead in Mamma Mia and that, uh, See, she was cute in that, but she really just the, she just had to show up and be cute mm-hmm. in that too. That was more Meryl Streep just owning everybody. So <laughs> as she does, yeah, yeah, which is what she does, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's another film that she was in that I saw. Oh, I actually kind of liked her in the 2009 movie called uh, Chloe. And it's with it's by Adam Agoyan, which it means that the movie's going to be a little racier. Okay. Um, it's uh, Julianne Moore, Amanda Seyfried, and Liam Neeson. And basically the plot is... Amanda Seyfried gets kidnapped. <laughs> Uh, basically the plot is Liam Neeson and Julianne Moore are married and Julianne Moore thinks that he's cheating on her. So he hires Amanda Seyfried to see if she'll, uh, get Liam Neeson to sleep with her. Oh my goodness. And then there's like, then Julianne Moore starts becoming attached to Amanda Seyfried and it's a whole thing. I actually, I like that movie, uh, more than most, I think. And was she good at that? Yeah, I thought she was good at that because even though she's, she's supposed to be... Uh, she's supposed to basically be the same character as Scarlett Johansson in Match Point, where she like realizes that people look at her all the time, oh, and, yeah. that, and that she just is a little manipulative like that. Sure, like that's kind of what the character is that she plays, and I thought that that she was good in that. And when she's in this role, where she could have, uh, I mean, I guess in this world, I don't know how. Um, I don't know. They didn't really talk about that too much about how uh, like. Justin Timberlake wouldn't necessarily be uh, head over heels for her because everybody's like the same age looking. But there was just something about her, I guess, even though she looked the same as the two other people that she was with. Right. And Um, I mean, to be fair, this movie didn't really give her a lot of range to be anything mm -hmm. but the side piece. Yeah. So she didn't really have a lot of anywhere to go. Yeah, you're right. She's I just didn't... like, hey, wear this tiny skirt and these high heels and run around, which I don't know how she did that, so I'm going to give her props for that. <laughs> she gets like an, a little uptick in her performance just for being able to do that. So I can't even walk in high heels, so somebody that can run, like, I, you win, so that's fine. <laughs> You've won the day. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so what, what did you not care for? Because you like the world, you wish it was expanded a little bit more. What was something that was rough for you? I don't I don't understand how the dad all of a sudden became the big bad guy. Like okay. he's okay. He's he's I thought that was good casting. The guy from Mad Men, like he he's always kind of been that guy. Mm-hmm. Um but he went from like obviously he's super rich and he's the epitome of, you know, what all, you know, a different class would think is super indulgent and, you know, just does whatever he wants. Um, but I don't understand like how he went from being just kind of a, a guy that's rich and doesn't really know, you know, or doesn't really care about anybody else to being like the worst human on the earth and to have all of his banks stolen. Like I don't, or robbed. I don't understand where that, what conversation was had that there. Mm -hmm. That felt to me like something was cut because it doesn't, because it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Because, he, you know, because, yeah, the the family is really, really rich. And that's a, that's well established based on the location. And then he runs off with her. And which, first of all, he's got all of that time. And then it just gets confiscated by the police. And I thought that was horseshit. Right. I was like, wait a minute. They can just take it all away? They where does it go? Your clock. They clean your clock. Man. Yeah. I was like, where does it go then? It just I don't goes know, to that cop sure needed some. Yeah, I was like, it just goes to nowhere. I was like, that's dumb. I don't like that. Like maybe 
it, maybe the cops were working for him and he gets the, whenever they clean the clock, <laughs> God, I can't, I fucking hate saying <laughs> that even, uh, whenever they do that though, maybe he gets, he, maybe he gets that time or something. And I, I thought like, what's stopping them from just taking time for themselves? Mm-hmm. But then I was also like, what's stopping people from taking money for themselves now? Like, that's it's Vic, the yeah, that's some Vic Mackey shit from the shield. I mean, that's, you know, it's like, uh, there's a whole story there where it's just a, the detective who's trying to make sure everyone's playing fair and he's secretly stealing time for himself. Right. I mean, that's a whole miniseries just there. Yeah. So I don't, I, my, I mean, my main, my main thing that I wrote down at the bottom was this is way too much story and way too much world for, for what they're trying to do. Because it, it has, they open up this humongous world and they're like, look at all these possibilities and then they have this really little plot. They have this really small little, like, you know, guy and girl, and they're on the run, and they're going to try to take down uh, the ba- the bad guy that we don't really know why he's bad, like you were saying. And I just think that they're, like you said at the beginning, there's so much else they could do. I I just just like when they're towards the end and they're running and they go to the huge place, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, and and the thing that. You know, to, you know, talk more about it, to beat a dead horse. Um, <laughs> the plot, by the time the plot gets moving, it doesn't, they don't use the world like they could. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it turns into a guy and a girl robbing her daddy's banks. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you can see that anywhere. You can watch a movie about that now. Like, it, it should have been something where, I don't know, like, where time has to do with it. Like, there's a malfunction. And somehow this person's like taking over and they find a way to like wipe everybody clean, Mm. like wipe out a bunch of time for people and everybody just starts dropping dead or something, you know, like using the world that you created. That's really interesting as like a plot point. Mm -hmm. That would have been interesting. So I guess let's get into that part about it then. If you, if there is something that you would want to redo, what are you sticking with the plot of it that you just want to read? redo that part yeah i just think it's it's like you said it's a really little plot it's really just i mean it, it feels like he was like 80 percent like coming up with this awesome idea and then by the time they're like well what do you want to do with these characters like i don't know have them like run around <laughs> she seems like she can run around on those high heels let's just do right? this let's just like put her in a short dress and have her run around and be mad at her dad the other thing that i that i i guess i do understand but i don't is like the big picture consequences of stealing a bunch of money essentially from a bank and like throwing it into the air. Mm. Um, does that really like fix the hierarchy system that you have going on? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So, because they thought that they were like Robin Hood, like they basically turned into Bonnie and Clyde at the end. Not even Bonnie and Clyde. Like Bonnie and Clyde just did it because they wanted to. They didn't want to help anybody. They're right. people. But they, like, thought that they were Robin Hood at the end, and for some reason, you know, for somebody who's obviously not rich, like, I just didn't see how that, like, they didn't, they didn't, to me, I wasn't like, oh, they're doing so much good. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm like, they're just, they're just um, confused about how to help people. I don't know. Yeah, because the people that, what was interesting to me is, is, 
they've got to be really specific on how they treated the actual time because if the people where you know they go into the line and it says in out of time right to just yeah. have or whatever and right. then they can use that and they could put the things on their wrists or whatever um it would have been nice to at least seen one person like a little insert shot of one person and seeing how much they get because if they just got like another day or two like big fucking deal like who cares right. and to be honest like when they're showing that um, guy who runs that place and the silhouettes of people lining up, they're there for like 0. 0.5 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, he gave him 10 minutes, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, are you, is this something where each person's getting like 25 years or basically the system wouldn't even, you know, wouldn't really even work that well anymore because everyone Which, has that, that time. Right. And I think that's, I think that's what they were trying to get at. Like mm. if you give enough, to everybody then you don't get these rich people who are living for hundreds of years who you know whatever the other rich guy said we all have to die it's like exhausting being alive forever mm -hmm. um so i think that's what they were trying to do like they're taking down the system but like again it wasn't conveyed to me that well i guess like they showed that distribution map that looked like an infrared mm -hmm. um and then silly and murphy was like well it's time to go home I didn't keep the time very well. I'm just stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he should be like the most regimented about his time. If that's how little he has every day. And it's like, Oh nope, I'm getting to like 15 minutes. I got to get my per diem or whatever. Right. Which I don't understand. Like if you're asking a cop to run around and do that, you, you think he was like essentially salaried, I guess. Yeah. He would think where it's like every whatever just automatically goes in. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And, and some of the things that I thought was weird was what... So we have the character at the beginning that had the, the century, and I was really confused uh, after the... Like, after the movie was over, and I sort of thought about it later, I was like, well, what's the message? Like, what did he learn from that guy? Because that guy had a 100 years. He had already lived a 100 years. He was saying, you know what? Just don't waste the time that you have now, Right. It's a very Gandalf and Lord of the Rings, like, all we have is the time that's given to us. Right. That sort of quote. And so I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Like, he's going to do something good for, for everyone. That's going to be his thing that he tries to do or something, right? Right. Uh, so the guy gives it away, and he dies, and he's just like, well, I got this $1,000. I'm just going to blow a shitload of it while I get to the, to the center. Because each time yeah. they kept saying, oh, that's going to cost you two years. It's like, oh, really? Oh, well, okay. And now I'm going to go have a fancy meal at a restaurant. And now I'm just going to kind of fuck around for a little bit. Right. And, and l almost lose all of it on poker. Yeah. And so I just thought that there was about three or four movies in here and they couldn't decide which one they wanted to be. Yeah. Because right there, I'm thinking it's a revenge for my mom plot. Yeah. Like, exactly. you killed my mom, and now I want revenge on you. Um, and by the way, why doesn't... Like, they could have had... You know, they used that same actor with the bus. Uh, that he doesn't give the mom a ride. Yeah. And then later, the two of them get a ride from that guy. They, oh, really? Yeah, they get a, a ride from the same dude. And it's like, well, if you're bringing back the same guy, like, what are we supposed to think as the audience? Like, why do that? Because if the audience, are we supposed to be like, oh, you can't trust this guy, even though he was doing his job earlier? Like, I didn't understand what that was even supposed to be. 
It was somebody's nephew that wanted to be in at least two scenes. <laughs> it was part of someone's contract. Like, yeah, right. I got you for two scenes. Right. Um, so I didn't understand that, but the whole, like, the giving of a century, I thought that he was going to have some thing where towards the end it was like, okay, I'm going to have to give up my century to help others, to help all these people. But instead, yeah. but instead he gets, like, taken about two-thirds of the way into the film and then he doesn't have that anymore, and it just reverts to the beginning of the movie again. Yeah, and she gets all hers taken, which it, which also would have been more interesting if they would have expanded on it. Like, having her have to... I guess they did... I mean, they kind of did, but not really. Like, having her have to figure out, like, how to live on right, nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. I think one of the things that I really wish, like the the moment that, besides the world, the moment that got me the the most was the running by the mom when they're running yeah. towards each other. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, obviously she's not going to make it, right? Like yeah. if I'm if I'm stepping back, I'm like, she can't survive because what's the point of her being in the movie? Right. Um, but I thought that that was well done, except for the fact. That I wish there was something different about them as they were dying. Like, I wish they would have, like, deteriorated somewhat or done some sort of, like, slow motion bit through CGI. Or I wish they would have done, like, some bit in, like, the last few seconds to where they're, like, slowly sort of dying out or something. Instead of it just being like, oh, no, they're fine. And then they're just dead. Because that way... People can see like others around them sort of looking shittier or something or, um, you know, it, it could be like uh, like almost like a tell in poker or something like that. Or like you start aging on your face. Or yeah, something. like something different about you happens. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because like- that way she could have been running towards him and, and started getting slower and that's why they couldn't meet it. Instead of it just like, oh, shit, it just happened to be that we were one second short. Yeah, that would have played up a lot on the, you know, um, tension, too. Because you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, yeah. obviously, like, you're you're still like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an interesting point. Like, she starts getting, like, wrinkled or something because she's, like, 50. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because, you know, she says that she has however much time. And he's like, you better, you know, you better run. And then she does run, and I'm like, damn, look at the stamina. Like, good for her. And then she keeps, like, fucking around. and like, hey, can you give me some uh, time? And they're like, uh, no. And so then she's got to start up and run again. I'm like, no, just sprint. Just hurry. What are you doing? So that was my other question. Like, is your body 25? Yeah, I think so, yes. Everything's 25 except for just your memory. But, like... If you get shot or stabbed or something, like, you could die. Yeah, they did talk about that, about they they said something about, like, uh, it wasn't unplanned deaths, but it was something like that. It was, like, a random act of violence or something. Oh, yeah, and I guess the friend, like, drank himself to death, so. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. Right? Yeah. Like, what is that about? What is What are they trying to say there? I don't, I didn't get that. I didn't get him at all, Johnny Galecki. No. Uh, I was like, what is, what is the point of him? Yeah, I didn't either. Because it would have made, again, it would have made more sense if it's a if it's more of a loner character who's basically just got his mom because he's so bent about his dad leaving him. 
right. and he's just got the mom, and the mom dies, and he doesn't have anybody, and then he's he's isolated, he's by himself. Instead, he's got like his buddy that can kind of help him out some. Or he comes back, and the buddy's alive and helps him somehow, and you know. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I didn't, I didn't need like Johnny Galecki to be the bad guy or something like that, but no, you know. But I'm just saying he he just didn't seem to have much of a role or much of a yeah, point. No, his only purpose was to die. Mm-hmm. And then again, I know it's he's a entertainer, but Olivia Wilde's character dies, and Justin Timberlake does not emote. Uh, to up to my high standards. Oh, really? <laughs> no, because you died, and I was like, okay, this is somebody that you've met for like a week that just died. It seems like. Oh my god! I just didn't. I just didn't think because he just struck me as someone that knew his lines, but wasn't really the guy. Like, wasn't really living the struggle. I don't know. He wasn't method enough for me. Got it. Got it. I needed a young, uh, a young Al Pacino to play this role. That's what I needed. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I know, like a, a young him, or like a young, you know, any famous director, any famous actor, like a Brando, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh Weird. my god, that would have been amazing. Right? That would have been super good. Or even like uh, someone modern, like a young DiCaprio, because he could get. All emotive in uh, Romeo. Yeah, Juliet, yeah, and right? he's not funny at all. <laughs> I'm saying that for real, like it's in, like it's a, a compliment. Yeah, like he he knows how to be real serious, real like I guess those actors have like a weight to them, and Tom Hardy yep. does this. Tom Hardy's wonderful at this. Yeah, uh, even like a Christian Bale would have been great in this. When yeah, but then, like his mom dies, and he would have like. You know, gotten in the bat suit, it would have been all weird. Well, I was thinking more like uh, American Psycho. He would have just started pulling uh, pulling wire hangers out and saying, "We're not." Or done hopped here. on a train to Santa Fe. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. I still say that if I ever met Christian Bale, I wouldn't ask him about any role but Newsies. You'd just go straight Newsies. Nope, I don't even care. That's really funny. Um, and Leonardo DiCaprio, that that fucker can cry. So mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it on in Romeo and Juliet. My goodness, he was like. 15 when he did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really good even when he was young. Yep. Hmm. Pain. People shit on him when he was little just because of his stupid hair. Well, that was the 90s, so right? not I his don't fault. show anybody pictures of my hair in the 90s. Oh, I do. It's sweet. I got an awesome bowl cut with a little comb over. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was everybody. Yeah. That's it, right. It was really good. It uh, It is not great to look at, especially doing yearbook stuff. It's like, oh... Hey, Mr. Williams, show us uh, your yearbook. All right. Whoa, you look way different. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's also like four years before you were born, so go away. Right? Yeah. Okay, so I just, I'm looking at my notes. And the the aging body question mm-hmm. um, came up because he was, Cillian Murphy was talking to that prostitute. Oh, right, he's yeah. Like, he's like, you're 60, and she's like, tell everybody. Well, like, would it, would it matter? Yeah, really. Well, maybe people would would um, just wouldn't like the idea of it. I guess. Okay. Like, like you know, because they don't they don't have anything else to go by, so you know that they're gonna they're gonna find something to judge somebody on. Okay. So I guess it would be that. You know, I guess it makes sense to where everyone's twenty five, and so they don't have a lot of like weight in their performances because that's not very old. You know, they don't have a lot of like. Uh, 
most 25 year old actors, I would say, don't have a lot of those sort of performances in them. Are you stop? No, don't give everybody a cop out. <laughs> so I bet these people aren't 25. Like how? Oh no, that's true. Cillian Murphy, I bet he's like 30 in this movie. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried, I think they said was the only one that was 25 out of the uh, the main cast. See, don't 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 give people a, a, <laughs> trying a, to give them a pass. No, I'm trying to help. <laughs> you got cast in a movie. Do your job. What about uh, what about hey. younger John Cusack? Would he be good in this? No. Hmm. <laughs> he's too snarky he has that that witty snark like That's this true. person has no no banter hmm. he's like super serious and just doesn't do charismatic very well what about hmm what about mcconaughey no fucking way seriously what do you mean what about mcconaughey like dallas buyers club mcconaughey <sighs> or uh true detective like, I'm just picturing him with the long hair. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. He looks like he's 85. Yeah, he looks terrible in that. Yeah. <laughs> trying You're to right. think of younger uh, younger actors that are good. Hmm. I don't have a whole lot of them in front of me. I don't, like, I think you're giving people, like, have you ever seen Beasts of the Southern Wild? That girl's, like, six years old, and I cried, like, the entire oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. You, just because you're 25 doesn't mean that you shouldn't be a good actor. Like That's true. Well, I'm just trying to think of ones that I know that are 25 or around that age or that are just the younger group. I don't think a lot of them are, are that good. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to see Andrew Garfield in this. Although, I don't know, he might be okay because he did that uh, Never Let Me Go. He was okay in that. I never watched that. Oh, no, I did watch that movie. <laughs> Didn't we do that for a recording one time? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, most most of the guys are always older unless they're like Shia LaBeouf and terrible. Yeah, I would not want Shia LaBeouf. Hmm. Oh, no. I don't know who else could be. George, I would watch Michael B. Jordan do this. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. That's a good one. Hmm. Michael B. Jordan in this role, that I think that's it. Because he's yeah. got that sort of he's he can do that look of desperation about him. Oh yeah. No, I just can, watched him in the wire. Yeah, and he can do that uh the sort of is trying to act like he belongs but kinda knows he doesn't belong. Yep. Yeah, he can do that. I saw I really liked him in uh Fruitvale Station. That you just made that movie up. You just made up a movie. No, it's based on a it's based on a real uh thing that happened. Sure, no, that's fine. I'll look it up later. Liar. <laughs> that's uh, it's it's uh, directed by the same guy who did Creed, and that's oh, also well, that makes sense. And that's also the guy that did uh, the Black Panther movie that's coming out. I'm so fucking pumped for that movie. I'm really excited about it too. Um, I'm, I'm excited for him to be in a good comic book movie because yeah. I think he's got the right sort of uh, mentality. And I watched him in The Wire, and he was like. 10 in that, oh, yeah. that show. So, mm-hmm. and he was good. We found was, it. We figured it out. Yeah, that's it. Reboot, reboot I, it. Uh, it. What is it? Seven year reboot? That's right. Well, shit, they do that earlier than that for like Spider Man and shit like that. That's true. So, here's what here's what it's going to be it's going to be Chris Nolan. <laughs> Christopher Nolan directed, of course. Give him a call. So we're going to have the wah in there for the sound somewhere. 
Uh, we're going to have Michael B. Jordan be the actor. We're going to either put it on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime. It's going to be a limited series. Yep. So they can choose to do different things if they want to do them. Um, I like the idea of having it delve more into the world that he's in. Um, and just kind of dealing with that daily struggle. Yep. And, you know, because maybe instead of just <laughs> what some of the things that I thought was so surfacey was he doesn't get the amount of time that he wants from his job. Right. And he's like, hey, man, this isn't the stuff I'm supposed to get. And the guy's like, oh, too bad. And he just goes, all right. And just leaves. Right. <laughs> oh, you need to you need to talk to HR. <laughs> Yeah, call up Rachel and say, hey, listen here, did uh, I didn't get the memo, so uh, I think that you should push this to the next pay period, which is tomorrow. Uh, I'm not doing my TPS reports. <laughs> Copier got jammed. I, I meant to send the memo out. Right. Um, so, and um, Cillian Murphy needs an awesome backstory, so you can do a whole episode on him. Yeah, What? yes, because the cops need more depth, because why are they choosing to do this? This seems terrible. Right. To, to do this job. Or like maybe he owes somebody something and that's hmm. why he decided to do this. That's you know, what I'm like saying. He, maybe he owes the Amanda Seyfried's uh, dad. And that's where the cleaning of the clock time goes. Yep. Or whatever. But I think that that's, I think that that's super interesting. Like you don't have to, you could do a season two. They're going to, we're going to take over everything or something like that. Yeah, and then they realize like how not fun that is being in charge. <laughs> yeah, really. You always going to be the prince, not the king. That's right. So you can, you know, season two, they can try to take on that stuff, and it can be a little bit um, born like to where they're having to hide and they're out of time, so they're trying to hide without spending money, sort of a sort of a thing. Yeah, kind of how he's always trying to. You know, because you would think like everything they have that they do is going to cost them time in some way, but they don't really well, play with that. Just being alive. Yeah. Well, they don't because they don't really play with that. They're just kind of like um, they could have a whole thing about how they're so fucking tired, but they don't want to waste it. Right. They don't sleep. And some you could have some character that's hooked on caffeine pills or something. Oh, that's cool. Right, because they not in real stay life. Awake. That's not cool, but I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, they got they got to stay awake. So that's a way that they could do it. I mean, I, apparently between identity and this recording, I just want someone to be drunk or on pills or on drugs or something. <laughs> How come everybody can't just be messed up? Every time? <laughs> yeah, the movie's fine. Just needs more drugs. That's more basically drugs. my yeah. That's All my the synopsis. movies need more drugs. We'll see about the next one. I don't know if that's going to be true. So I think that that's I think that that's a really good like I genuinely think that they could sell that and have that be successful. Oh, heck yeah. Think so. of all the fun things you could do. And they get into the, um, the like bad guys, the Minutemen. Mm -hmm. And like, you could, you could do a whole bunch of stuff with that too. Like, who are they targeting? And like, that one guy that stands up to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Killed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, uh, I mean, they could, they could basically do what they do in the wire, right? Where they only go after certain areas. And then they decided not go after those areas to make their numbers look better. Yeah. Yep. I was just watching that, actually. I know. That's why I pulled that reference out. I mean, that episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. It's a good um, show. It's a good yeah. show. I don't know. I don't know if people have ever heard of this wire. It's, it's, it's like a little, I feel like an asshole because I came really late to the 
to the table apparently, but um, rolling along. So you're not on so that. Anyway, la- you're not on that last season yet. No. Okay, that last season will make you hate everything around the newspaper business. No, then I won't watch it. No, it's good. It's like a good hate. Like you're, oh, I'm so frustrated. That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, also, I want to talk about if somebody's um, like arm falls off. Mm. Mm-hmm. What like, happens? Like, well, first of all, is like, what if you want to wear a bracelet, but then you can like just like touch them, I think, or like you know whatever. So. Or use the the little the hand metal mo- the arm move the arm wrestling like yeah. Sylvester Stallone thing. Yeah, that was I did not like that part. No, like I thought that was dumb. I would have just rather watch over the top. But <laughs> um, yeah, what if like somebody doesn't have arms? Like, how do you get or give time? Yeah, that that's interesting, and it you know it's all on their. I thought it was their right arm, but in this poster, it's on his left arm, which whatever. Um, so yeah, what if, what if someone gets hurt and they don't have a right arm anymore? They just, uh, they just move it over to the left, I guess. But like, if I was in this, if I was in this world, I would never wear short sleeves ever. Right. And that was another thing. Like she's wearing gloves. Like Mm -hmm. the the rich people don't show their time. It's like bad form to Mm -hmm. talk to money, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought that some of that, like, one of the things that, one of the little bits of dialogue that I absolutely loved was how he's at the fancy restaurant and he's eating too fast. And yeah. She's, and she's like, you know. You're not uh, from around here. Yeah, you're eating your food too fast, or you're doing things too quickly, and he's like, not everything. Yeah, I, I, I did Okay, that. I was like, oh, that's, all right, I can go along with that. So, I thought that, that was clever. I wish there would have been more of that sort of thing. Like because of his his uh, lifestyle, he yeah he's eating everything quickly. He doesn't sleep very often. He's just kind of basically running everywhere. He's just trying to do everything as quick as he can. Which is crazy when you think about it, because like you have to sleep, but then you're not sleeping. It's like a vicious cycle. Oh, that's where the caffeine pills come in. I yeah, know. there you go. Well, and it it you know you can have a thing where someone gets moved up and they get out of that bad situation, and you can have it be hurt locker like to where he's got a little bit of P- PTSD to where he, he can't calm himself down like he can't right. slow himself down and he just kind of is driving people nuts or whatever well and if that honestly the clock on your arm makes a ticking noise I would have the worst anxiety like all <laughs> I would do is watch it yeah I would I would like to think that I would just walk around in noise canceling headphones and a long sleeve shirt that is buttoned very tightly I would still live. <laughs> I would like make it be like a white shirt, so I was cheat. I would cheat, and then I'd pull it close to my skin so I could see through. <laughs> so I would like try to trick myself, but then leave myself enough rope to where I'd be like, "Oh no, I got this. I can figure it out." Still, that's like, how smart I, don't I am. Have like a like a deep countdown, you know? Like you have two minutes left of your life. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I just think that I just thought that the whole idea of this and some of what they did was so interesting. And I was just real disappointed at the direction that they chose to go. Yep, I agree. I think that's verbatim. And I hate agreeing with you, but that's pretty good. I thought, too. We do that too much. We're going to I'm going to have to start throwing some more foreign movies at you. Ones that I know that you're not going to like. Just so we can argue. (laughs) 
that was so funny because I remember when we when we when I was trying to find a way for you to watch Old Boy before I owned it, and I was like, "Oh, I think it's here. Oh, I think it's here." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm watching it." And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, is she not liking this?" And I was just yeah. like dumbfounded. <laughs> I remember just being completely taken aback. Like, is she just messing with me? Because obviously, she's gonna like this movie. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, it doesn't get super weird to like the last ten minutes or so. That's true. So. We could have put Old Boy on this list, to be honest with you. Oh no way! I would have had. I would have said nothing. Well, because that was your first suggestion. I know. And the other movie that shall not be named because I can't stand it. What Although is- I, I think your other movie that you suggested it would be a good one that should have been made by someone that knew what they were doing. I can't remember what I said. It was the Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah. You said you're not watching that again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what about Rock of Ages? You want to watch that one? Ooh, no, thank you. I'll let Brad take the uh, take take one for the team on that one. I'll record it for you guys. You guys can tell me about it. It'll be yeah. the first episode that I'm not on. I, I'm going to pass. I'm going to hard is pass. Brad, is Brad talking about why Rock of Ages is good? Because it is. Because it's awesome, and that girl's like half naked. You're going to be like, because it is. Tom Cruise is the man in that movie. Oh. The end. Started on that guy. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I think we're in uh, in agreement. I think that I think that if they decided to reboot this and they took our advice and did all these things that we said, I think Our it would expert. be. I think it would be really good. I would check it out. I would I definitely would. check it out. Yeah. So there you go. Why don't you uh, Why don't you wrap us up then, Cruise? Fine, I will. Hey. If you have any comments for the show or movies that you think we should talk about, old boy, please feel free to email us at plainlabelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show over at Twitter under the handle at plainlabelpod. And we have a Facebook page and an account on Instagram, and you can follow both of those by searching for plainlabelpodcast. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to help out the show, check out our show notes where you'll find our Amazon wish list as well as our Amazon link where you can purchase anything you want at Amazon and you literally can, um, just like you normally would. Um, and the only difference is if you use our link, it, um, it puts a little money in our pocket. Um, and I know that Amazon doesn't have any, but just give us some. Um, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week with another movie that shoulda, woulda, coulda worked. The 2009 Ricky Gervais comedy, The Invention of Lying. This is my day.